When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour, Clay and Buck kicks off now. We're joined by our good friend, Carol Markowitz, the sage of South Florida, she is a New York Post columnist, also does the Carol Markowitz, uh, Markowitz show on the Clay and Buck Podcast Network. We'll ask you a little more about that later. Carol, great to have you as always. You were just down at the U.S.-Mexico border, and I have a feeling that despite what the Associated Press and others, including this White House, want people to believe, it is not the most secure and even militarized border uh, of all time. What's going on? What would you see? Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I came back feeling very, very negative about the future of our country because it is a disaster down there. And one of the kind of things that I want to tell people is that none of our walls or or border, you know, patrol things are working at all. In fact, if you are down there. I was in McAllen, Texas. There are three different walls. They call it George W. Bush's wall, Donald Trump's wall, Greg Abbott's wall. None of the walls are finished. They all have large gaps. Um, and the thing is that they're all on American soil. So that means both sides of the wall are the U.S. Our policy is if you get to America during the Joe Biden administration, you get processed. So once you've reached the wall, which in most cases you could simply walk around, um, you're already in the stage where we're going to process you as a potential refugee. Now, are these people refugees? I doubt it. I was a refugee to this country. We came to the U.S. with like $100 and we had very specific reasons for being here, for coming, and it wasn't economic. Um, and we had people in places to help us. Um, what we're seeing at the border is these people dressed in like fabulous clothing with iPhones, um, you know, 
and and they're here not to work in agriculture like we're often told we spoke to agricultural workers they absolutely do not have any illegal immigrants working in their farms and they say that basically the people that are coming don't want those kinds of jobs they're too rural they want to be in the cities um so a lot of the things that we're facing are uh, just really scary because I don't see any action from the Biden administration to fix any of it. Carol, um, I, I'm fast. I got so many questions for you here. But when you see your mom, when you see what happened in Athens and the way that Lake and Riley has cut through, and we know Biden is talking later this afternoon at the border. Trump will as well. But I don't believe Joe Biden has spoken the name Lake and Riley at all. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the degree to which that story has cut through and seems to have personified for many people the dangers that a wide open southern border has? And we talk a lot about moms and the way that they're going to respond what are your thoughts when you see something like that and think about, I know you got three kids, I've got three, something, an act of violence like that being perpetrated by a guy who should have never been here? Well, it's two-pronged, right? So first of all, somebody who should have never been here and commits this heinous act, murders this girl. Um, I think that, you know, we have to say, why are we not vetting people who are coming to this country? Why are we letting in anybody? We have no idea who's coming in. We have no idea where they're going or what they're doing or what their point is to be here. But the second prong is that even if he was an American citizen, our legal system is such that you get arrested and you get out the same day and you, you there's very little repercussions for a lot of crimes in a lot of these places that have this far left DA thing going on where they're just not prosecuting crimes. I was in New York yesterday. You know, there's the, the signs, oh, Times Square is a gun-free zone, yet they had an illegal immigrant shooting up a store recently. I guess he didn't see the sign. Um, so we're doing crazy things. We're letting in people who don't know who they are, but we're also not prosecuting any crimes, not just the crime of coming across our border illegally. But once you're here, you get to beat up police officers in Times Square, for example, and be let out the next day. This kind of system is the demise of our country. We can't go on this way. Speaking to Carol Markowitz, and you should check out the Carol Markowitz podcast, which is in the Clay and Buck Network, for more about her journey down to the border. Uh, Carol, I'm wondering, did you get a chance to speak to Border Patrol? Was it only the Border Patrol union guys because those who are active federal employees not in the union aren't allowed to talk to you? I've had that experience before. I'm just wondering, did, did you get to speak to the folks on the front lines? Well, I spoke to somebody who's retired. He was the Border Patrol chief in Yuma, and his name is Chief Clem. He's on Fox quite often. Um, but he told me that what we don't understand about the border is that it is so much policy related that it used to be that they would turn people away and say, you're not eligible for, uh, you know, even a hearing. But now everybody gets a hearing. So it takes years and years. The ICE does not have the capacity to hold these people. So they end up letting them free into the country. Do they ever come back? You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. But it's going to be years before they have their court date. So it really is a story of policy. 
And the fact that, you know, Joe Biden recently floated an executive order that could maybe make some real fixes to the border, it really shows that none of the bills that they propose in Congress, none of this really matters. It's the policy from the president. The fact that these numbers have gone up so significantly during the Biden administration is evidence that what the Trump administration was doing was completely different. And if we go back to those policies, we could see a major change at the border. Of course, the Biden administration has to appease his far left base. And so we're not seeing that happen. If you were advising the Biden team, Carol, Buck and I like to play counter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go to the other side and try to advise them. Sure. They seem to be trying mm-hmm. to run abortion. They seem to be run, trying to run Jan 6th. Obviously, the trip to the border is an acknowledgement that right now Republicans are winning on that issue and they're trying to at least pretend that yeah. they're involved in that in some way. How do they sell Biden? What would you tell them is actually a compelling argument? Poll out today, Biden is losing in all seven swing states, didn't have great numbers coming out of Michigan. His age is not getting any better. His mental acuity is certainly not going to improve. What do they have to sell at this point? I think what the selling point from Democrats would be, and I, again, I don't, I don't think that they were ever right on the border. So, you know, again, I'm playing the Democrat here, but yeah. it's to say that, look, we wanted to allow people to come in and go through a process. And then that process was overrun. Who could see that coming? I mean, the fact that every single Democrat in uh, 2020 raised their hands on the stage for free health care, even for illegal immigrants, obviously making us the health clinic for the whole wide world. Um, you know, to say that maybe they had lofty goals in terms of helping people come here, but then those goals ran into reality and now we need to have some border protections, kind of talk down the far left from their insane positions of open borders and kind of show that we can't actually house the world. Point to like Bernie Sanders, who has said many times in history that we cannot simply take in every single person who wants to come into America. It's not feasible. So Biden needs to kind of get get control of the conversation from the far left and say that we can't go on this way. Carol, what's up next for you in the Carol Markowitz podcast, which is on this phenomenal podcast network, the Clay and Buck Network, but it's a great the podcast. The network is just so right. good. Yeah. Yes, it's fantastic. Um, you know, on the Carol Markowitz show, we talk about living a better life and how to do that and all the ways that you can improve your situation on a daily basis. It comes out Mondays and Thursdays. Today, I have Nancy Rommelman on. She's a fantastic writer. On Monday, I've got the blog father, Instapundit, Glenn Reynolds himself. And then a week from today, Thursday, I have Bethany Mandel, my co-author on the book Stolen Youth. It was a bestseller. It came out a year ago next Thursday. And we talk about what we've learned, what we've seen happen to children since then. We talk about she's been canceled many, many times. So which one of her, her cancellations was her favorite and things like that. So listen up. Carol, last question for you, and this is a very important one. How would you assess? Yeah, like this is going to be a dig at the yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. It's a big one. <laughs> How would you assess Buck Sexton and Mason Sexton firearm training oh. experts? Because I understand that you have become 
somewhat of a marksman thanks to one Buck and Mason Sexton, <laughs> but the duo of Buck She's and Mason. Gene Sexton. Wick, if you didn't know already. <laughs> <Yes>. they, <laughs> they are so fantastic. The Sexton brothers, I mean, really American heroes. They took my husband and I shooting at an open air shooting range in South Florida. We had the best time. I learned so much. I, I feel like I walked away from there having my skills improved so much, but also it was just such a fun day. And the Sextons are fantastic. I mean, you know, oh, that's I, I'm a big fan of I, I gotta say, Blade Travis we had to, we had and to Buck pry Sexton. The, you guys are great. We had, to, we had to pry the AR out of Carol's husband's head. He was like, he was ready to keep going. He's like, we're done? We're like, shy, we've yeah. been out here for four hours, buddy, you know? <laughs> I bet, though, seriously, too, uh, Carol, that a lot of Jewish people who might have had some antipathy towards firearms in the wake of October 7th and the fallout there, I bet the data would reflect yeah. that Jewish ownership of guns has skyrocketed. Well, I'm seeing this definitely anecdotally in my own life. Um, I Look, I was always pro-Second Amendment, but it took October 7th for me to go to the gun store and buy guns. Um, so that, that change really is something. Um, also, one of my first times, maybe like early, mid-October going shooting after it happened. Um, I'm in a, a shooting range in South Florida, and I got my Jewish star on, and this girl comes out of the, the shooting range, and she's got her Jewish star on, and we kind of give each other a nod, like, this is what we're doing. This is how we have to live. And look... You know, we're lucky to be Americans. We're lucky to have that right. And we're lucky to have the ability to arm ourselves. And we absolutely should do it, whether you're Jewish or not. I actually, I know Clay said last question, but when he does that, I like to throw in three or four more questions. <laughs> I do that sometimes, um, too. Yeah. Clay's, Clay's like, this is the final thing. And then five minutes later, I'm like, wait, hold on. Yeah. We're not done with yeah, you. Yeah. Um, the, you talk about on your podcast. I think this is so good, too, that there's things to pe that people can do to make their lives better. You mentioned, and I appreciate it, that I told people on your podcast when I was a guest, uh, Read at Night. I'm just wondering if there's another one that you would want to throw into the mix right now. That I, I was going to ask. I was going to put Clay on the hot spot, too. Something, and you have to be serious about it, Clay. It can't be, yeah. you know, watch more sports. Something that makes your life, well, right. maybe that does make your life better, actually. But, Carol, what do you have for us? Well, I have to tell you that a lot of people say the same one and they all admit that they struggle with it, but it's get off your phone, use your phone less, mm. be on the internet less, just be less connected all the time. When you're with your family, be with your family. And I, I know these are, you know, maybe, maybe it sounds cheesy, but it actually does help people to hear the advice. I think that that's really what the thing is that when you tell people, look, I think, you know, being on your phone less would be helpful to you. I think people need to hear it. I need to hear it sometimes, but I'd love Carrie to hear Clay's. Clay, me. give us your best tip for living. Wait, I, I want to hear Clay's best one, but I'll just add into yeah. this. I've start, I, I have a, first of all, you're not supposed to put your cell phones on the table when people are eating, and a lot of people do this. Occasionally, I'll even do it. Now I'll do a cell phone I sweep and yeah. put them off from the table. You know, I'm talking about sitting down for dinner, not, you know, having a quick bite for mm -hmm. lunch or something when people are running to get to the office, but, um, or running around the office or something. But taking the phones out of your pocket, out of your hand, and away from the dinner table, so at least everyone's present during dinner, and you're not hearing, yeah. vroom, vroom, you know, from the vibrations That's and stuff. That's right. Clay, you buy um, into this? Uh, I 100% buy into that, and I've been trying to limit how much time I use my phone. Um, my, my thing would be, from a parenting perspective, and I'm curious, I know Carol's got three, I believe, as well, um, Finding things that you can do with one or two of the kids solo with yourself to give them your complete yeah. attention at some point in time. Because what I find is I've got 16, 13, and 9. Every day is kind of a frenzy with all of their activities. But if I can take one of right. them to go get pizza or I can take one of them to go get ice cream or something where they have my complete attention, 
that is, I think, invaluable. Even if it's just a you know forty five minutes or an hour that you can pull out. That's very good. Clay, yeah. Clay, coming yeah, through on sure. the spot here. Clay's not messing I, around. Have you found that to be true too, Carol? I mean, with multiple kids, that if you can give one the focus for just even if it's just an hour, it's invaluable. Yeah, and they love it so much. They love being one on one with you. It's it's such a you know benefit to them. Um, yeah, you know, I I I also like to travel one on one with with the kids. I haven't done it with my youngest yet. He's the sporty one, so we're gonna yeah. go see some game or something sometime together. Um, but yeah, I think the one on one time they love it. I love it. It's so necessary, and it really gives them the attention that they need. Fantastic. Carol Markowitz, everybody. Check out the Carol Markowitz Show. Thanks, guys. Subscribe to the Clay and Buck Podcast Network. You'll find it right in there and look for her latest on the New York Post. Carol, thanks so much. As always, great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Thank you. You know, the work that takes place every day at Preborn's clinics is not just admirable, it's life-saving. Preborn's clinics are located in parts of the country where abortion rates are highest. And that's on purpose. Because they're there for that reason. They want to remind pregnant mothers who are facing that very important, very difficult decision between life and abortion just how important life is. They've accomplished this by providing free ultrasounds to each pregnant mother visiting their clinic. It's made possible by your donations, which is how Preborn provides its life-saving services. Each day, an amazing number of unborn children are saved because of the profound impact of that ultrasound. Because when a mom hears that heartbeat, sees the life growing inside her on that ultrasound, so often something shifts, and more often than not, she chooses life right there in the clinic. There's nothing more powerful than a mother's instinct, and there's nothing more important than preserving lives. At Preborn's clinics, 200 children are saved each day. So if you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift? A leadership gift. I know this is a big ask, but there are people listening right now. Someone listening right now. You listening right now could save babies in a big way. A leadership gift, which would be tax deductible of $5,000. A tax deductible donation of $5,000 would sponsor Preborn's entire nationwide network for 24 hours, which would help to rescue 200 tiny babies' lives. To donate, all you have to do is dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating, so you can give with confidence. Sponsored by Preborn. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 
One more time, 833-995-GOLD. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. We're going to talk with you about the Biden cognitive state and why he's so mentally sound that he doesn't even need to pass any sort of cognitive state. And shame on any of you out there that would question whether Joe Biden is on top of his mental game. But I do think, and this is this is awful, But we were just talking with Carol Markowitz about the border situation. And I think it's very important to note that Joe Biden has still not said Lake and Riley's name. He also hasn't called the family at all, at least based on this questioning of Corinne Jean-Pierre that happened yesterday. First of all, I I do want to extend uh, our deepest condolences to the family and loved ones of Lake and Hope Riley. The president, I don't have anything uh, 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 regarding to the president speaking to the family, but it is heartbreaking. I I can't even imagine what the family's going through. And so, um, but anything else specifically, I would have to refer you to ICE and law enforcement. Just for clarity, say you don't have anything else in regards to them speaking, so we can assume that they haven't spoken to this point at least. I just don't have anything to read out to you. Okay, so Buck, what are the odds that Joe Biden would have called uh, the victim of any narrative of a white supremacist uh, killer? I mean, that would have happened within five minutes of him finding out about it. Is there any doubt we would have gotten leaked audio of it? I mean, the fact that he won't mention her name is, I think, pretty significant uh, aspect of that. 
Want to tell you as uh, we are rolling through, Pure Talk can save you an absolute bundle of money right now with their incredible offer to you of a brand new Samsung 5G phone. Plus, they can save you $1,000 over the course of a year. My own 16-year-old has a Pure Talk phone. We rely on it to stay in touch with him. Uh, all you have to do to get signed up is dial pound 250, say the keyword Clay and Buck. You can claim that brand new 5G, 5G Samsung phone from uh, Pure Talk by just getting your phone and dialing pound 250. Again, you can save $1,000 over the course of the year given how much things cost now. That's a big difference. What would 1000 extra dollars mean for you and your family at the end of the year? Sign up now. Pound 250, say the keywords, Clay and Buck. Sometimes I have to do a little double takes because Clay will say, you see, you see the latest on the, our, our cut sheet, our, our sound bites, actualities from the news cycle over the course of the day. And, and I'm like, that, that can't be. Right. But I, I forget the rule, um, the rule that we should always keep in mind, uh, which is that there is nothing that is too stupid to be said on the view. I mean, this is this is an ironclad there. What, whatever you think would be too stupid to see on or hear on television, the view will break through that rule, will will obliterate it. And in that sense, at least I, I can, I can appreciate the game. I can appreciate the predictability of it. There's nothing that is too dumb. And, uh, th- this one, I, I say was close to the line for me. I, I don't even, I haven't even heard that. So we're just, they're really saying, am, am I right in this? That, yeah, this might Biden should just arrest the people he does not like. Team, do we, is this a real thing? I, I, I sit here. I don't want to say it's not. Do we have this clip? Oh yeah. It's ready to roll. Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. All right. Let's, let's hear it. Let's look at a scenario where the Supreme Court says, yes, he has that. He has all those rights. He is immune from everything. Yeah. You know what Joe Biden could do since he is presently president? What? Whoa. <laughs> he could throw every Republican in jail. Yeah. I mean, he could. I mean, no, 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 no. This is not a good thing. What this means is it's, uh-huh. he could do anything. Yeah, he could dismiss everybody's debt. You know, there's a whole bunch of great stuff that could happen. But let's let's really look at what this means. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so, hold on. I, I, I love sometimes my video would part, be good on radio because my, my, just, my favorite part is is the audience kind of clapping like, yeah, lock up all the Republicans. It's like, wait a second. I think you're going a little far with this one. I don't think you're supposed to clap that part of. Whoopi Goldberg's legal analysis. Um, what 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 do you make of this one, Clay? I wonder what they have. So for people out there who have never done a television show, never even been involved in what a television show is like, radio for Buck and me, we sit down before the show and we're like, hey, here's the three things that we're going to talk about off the top. What do you like? What do you... And, and we it's very free-flowing. So there isn't a... In uh, the open, we're going to talk at, about this, and there's not a rundown, right, of every single topic. People I, ask me sometimes who writes our scripts. Yes. To which I say we don't have any. Yes, right. And some of you are saying, yeah, we know, but yes, <laughs> there is no organized script. Television, the best description of television I ever heard 
was Colin Cowherd saying, if you put makeup on, something is very artificial about what you're doing, right? Mm. On in media, right? Buck and I don't sit here with makeup on doing radio, mm-hmm. but you're getting dressed up to appear in a way that you would ordinarily not appear. And so they have these meetings and they know all of the topics on the view. Uh, television is very scripted because they have different uh, video, the B-roll that they run, everything else. I'm just kind of taking you behind uh, the, 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 uh, the curtain, so to speak, of how a television show is put together. I was on a daily television show for four years. You can look at the entire script. You know exactly what the conversations are, topics, order, everything. They know all this on The View, Buck. And so they had a pre-meeting discussion, and Whoopi Goldberg said, I'm going to say that Joe Biden should just put all Republicans in jail. And everybody who was a part of her production team said, you know what, Whoopi, that is great. You should definitely do that. When do they ever tell a woman on The View, that is really stupid, you shouldn't say that. Has that conversation (laughs) ever occurred? And if so, I would love to know what doesn't make the air. What would they try to argue but for producers protecting them? Because this is crazy. First of all, there's something called the writ of habeas corpus. You can't just randomly grab someone unless it's suspended and throw them in prison for no reason at all. And so The View is the dumbest show on television, but it also has the dumbest audience because you mentioned it, Buck. A bunch of them were clapping, yeah, like, yeah, whoopee, Joe Biden should throw every Republican in jail. And the lack of understanding of what the presidential immunity argument is, is really, again, it, either she's willfully ignorant or she's so dumb her brain does not work well. Because, and we've made this argument before, but I think it's significant. If the president of the United States picked up a, uh, a paperweight, and dashed an assistant in the head and killed them, the president would be charged with murder. The argument that Trump is making is that his presidential powers allow him to challenge the results of the 2020 election and are not criminal in nature. Now, this is going to be, I think, a really difficult question to answer because at some point, the scope of presidential behavior like I just used, I think most of you out there would say, yes, if the president picked up a paperweight in the Oval Office and he smashed somebody in the head with it and it killed them, the president would not be able to argue, my presidential duties protect me from being prosecuted for this. The president doesn't drive a car, but if he were drunk and if he were behind the wheel and he hit a pedestrian, the president would be theoretically responsible for this, okay? Where is the line? It's actually super fascinating. Regardless of your politics, where is the line that presidential powers do not extend to? What well, is the I, again, I think of it's, power? It's, yeah, this right? exists That's a really within, interesting dis- discussion. This uh, I remember when I was a CIA uh, analyst and you know low, lowly CIA analyst uh, among many, and and we talked to legal once, and we we're you know getting into some of this stuff and. You know, if someone were to attack us in the scope of our duties, let's say, right? So if somebody were to break into Langley and, you know, try to kill you because you're a CIA, you know, that that's obviously very much a, a federal issue and all federal protections. But if I'm like walking home at night 
and someone sticks up, you know, sticks me up with a gun or something, I'm just another person who's getting robbed, right? So yeah. there's the scope. This goes to scope of employment. We would talk for about everybody, scope of employment. by the way, no matter right. what you do. Right. And so for a president, I think what they're looking to have defined here is, is it only within the scope of presidential action? And if it's within the scope of presidential action and good faith, then is it non-prosecutable? Because the alternative here would be, you know, you'd have a situation where any time a president did something that the next administration didn't like, we'd be like, well, we, we can probably, you know, he committed war crimes with that missile strike that he ordered as commander in chief. So he goes to prison now, which just g- destroys our, our representative government. Obviously, I'll give you an example, Buck. We talked about this early when we started the show. But just to be clear, your, your paperweight example, no one argues that that's correct. That smashing someone in the head with a paperweight is within presidential, uh, uh you know, uh, scope of their job. And that's an easy argument. A challenging one more so, and this is what lawyers have to do because you have to craft a rule that will handle future uncertain circumstances. Do you remember, Buck, the story where it appears the Biden administration totally got an Afghan terrorist allegation wrong and just blew up the home of what appeared to be an innocent guy? They thought that his uh, car was filled with bombs he no, he killed home. him and six kids. They hit him with a drone he strike killed. because they That's had right. such a mess of debacle on their hands. During the Af- we were on air together when the Afghan yes. withdrawal. They hit a drone strike with the vehicle. They killed six kids in the vehicle. Yeah, that, that was totally wrong. The, the The administration got that wrong. That was, in my opinion, a murder, an inadvertent murder. But pretend that that happens and the president suddenly is held responsible for that failure. That would, and I think you would speak to this better than than almost anybody, Buck, that would make it very hard for the president to be in charge of foreign affairs because the next time that he thinks there's a terrorist, maybe that guy would have blown somebody up, but if he thinks he's going to go to prison because he inadvertently murdered someone who was innocent and he's held culpable for it, he can't protect the United States in the next move. That would be, in my opinion, even though it's an error, clear presidential authority yes acting within your scope as commander-in-chief ordering a military strike in a foreign uh a foreign area of of ongoing combat and and military operations is one thing walking out on the street to go get an ice cream cone let's say and getting into an argument with some guy and stabbing him in the neck you don't get to say well i'm the president so that's fine it's a different. These are different things. We can understand that there's a distinction here between scope of president. And so to Trump's thing, scope of presidential authority is I think they're cheating the election. I'm challenging it in court. And I don't think that this is on the up and up. That Which seems is, to be within, this, within the scope you. of your. Now, if Trump had to be clear, if Trump had argued, you know, uh, I'm sending in the military to burn down the Capitol and I'm now dictator for life. That would not be within the scope of presidential action. But I think you can, you as you all listen out there, the challenge of being a judge, and this is what the Supreme Court is grappling with right now, there's a great line where it says tough cases make bad law. What does that mean? That means if you try to look at what happened in the 2020 election and you try to craft an argument about what is the scope of presidential powers, this is a tough case, and it can make bad law because whatever precedent you use to set with this is going to be really difficult. Now, I'll give you one example before we go to break here of one of these challenges outside of the role of presidential authority. And I think you'll appreciate it, Buck, and I know many of you out there will as well. What is a reasonable search? It's really difficult for a police officer who is working on the street on a day-to-day basis 
to know in every single scenario, wait a minute, do I have probable cause? Do I have reasonable suspicion? Can I pull somebody over? Can I frisk them? And so you try to come up with a rule that you can teach a 24-year-old police officer that he can understand that complies with the Fourth Amendment requirements of the Constitution. And you can imagine in a dynamic on-the-street policing situation how it could be very difficult to determine whether you can pull someone over or whether you can frisk them or whether your search was reasonable. And so the court would have a really difficult time trying to figure out exactly what that line is. And again, the the um, law enforcement sometimes is given the leeway of as long as they're acting in good faith and within the scope of their duties, it's okay. But if they're, you know, selling drugs that they steal from the drug dealer on the side, they don't get to say, well, I'm a cop and like this is a tough job. Right. So these are distinctions that are made in other places in the law have been for a long time already. It is not just look, the First Amendment jurisprudence is not always that clear at all. It's never very clear. It's never very hard. And right now, the people that make a living on the First Amendment, most of them want to get rid of it effectively. So these are the complexities of the world that we deal with. And and this is where the Supreme Court is caught up. So when people like Whoopi Goldberg are just like, just put everybody in prison, they're either willfully ignorant or they're too dumb to even understand the context and the, the significance of the arguments they're making. And that's the world that we're in right now. Uh, let me tell you, by the way, I told Buck earlier, last night I could not fall asleep. I was too excited from an incredible basketball game that I watched last night between Auburn and Tennessee. Uh, War Eagle, as the puck has learned, going uh, head-to-head with the Tennessee Volunteers. And both teams are great, top 10 caliber teams, the best sporting event on television last night. Dalton Connect, Buck, 39 points. He's going to be a first-round NBA draft pick. He was phenomenal. Johnny Broom was amazing for Auburn. It was an elite electric game. I couldn't fall asleep afterwards. I told you to take... Zakai Ziegler, point guard there, more for points, rebounds, and assists. I told you to take more for Jonas Adu, the center, both of those won. And I was thinking to myself, boom, we're going to have a 5-1 to one payout. We are rolling. And then I put on Texas A&M playing against South Carolina, and we ran into a disaster. We didn't win there. We won two out of our three picks. But tomorrow, March Madness starts. And I am telling you, you're going to have so much fun filling out your bracket and being able to pick more or less on so many different players out there. And I've got an incredible offer for you right now. In advance of March Madness, which starts tomorrow, get your phones right now, just type in prize picks, and go use the code CLAY, that's my name, C-L-A-Y, you put in $100, they'll give you $100. I don't know that we've ever done an advertisement where I've said all you have to do is put in $100, and I guarantee that your money will be doubled. I am making you up to $100 just by going to prizepicks.com and using my code CLAY. $100, have some fun. I'll give you some picks tomorrow, rolling into the weekend. You're going to love it. You can play it in Georgia, in Texas, in California, all over the nation. If you've been feeling left out, though, in Georgia, California, and Texas, get hooked up now prizepicks.com use my name clay more or less you can't lose and you get a hundred bucks prizepicks.com use my code clay
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... Buck, I saw a funny story closing up the Thursday edition of the program. I encourage all of you to go subscribe to the podcast. You won't miss a minute. Carol Markowitz was fantastic today. She's in the podcast network. Julie Kelly breaking down the latest on the Trump legal complexities. I saw this story. Somebody said they were going to have a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory inspired kids party celebration over the weekend and the idea i know ali saw this too the idea was you were going to be able to go to this awesome willy wonka i guess inspired kids event it's going to be chocolate everywhere oompa loompas everybody dressed up they sold tickets for like 50 dollars each all these people showed up buck it was in a cavernous convention center it's basically the fire fest of kids-related events. Oh, they said the only thing they had there was a handful of, sorry, a handful of jelly beans and a half a cup of lemonade. There was one inflatable bouncy house. 
that was not inflated very well, and they basically had a parent and kid riot at Wonkaville or whatever this thing was called. You're not a parent yet. This happened, by the way, in Scotland. These parents all got interviewed. They said their kids loved Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They were looking forward to it for weeks. They bought the tickets, and they only got a couple of jelly beans and a cup of lemonade. This reminds me, my wife took the kids to a Marvel when they, my kids love superheroes, and when they were younger, they loved superheroes even more. The, the, she took them to a Marvel event, Buck, and right before the event was going to start, they said the pyrotechnics aren't working. And the kid reaction was unbelievable. Just also, kids you gotta remember, apart, man, crying, screaming. It was unbelievable. If, if you disappoint Scottish parents, they'll kick you and they'll headbutt you. You, you can't just, you know. You can't just tell a bunch of guys in kilts that, you know, we uh, we Declan's not going to jump around on a bouncy castle. It's can not okay. You, can you imagine uh, your kids there? They all think they're going to meet the Oompa Loompas and they show up and they get six jelly beans and you paid $50 each for them to get there. I, I bet there were I mean, some angry Scottish people. Or those better be some magic jelly beans. All I no kidding. Something, I mean, it's for the parents, doing. too. There better be some special... Uh, Special flavors of jelly bean to get them uh, get them through the rest of that day. Uh, we love all of you. Go subscribe to the podcast. Tomorrow we'll take you into the weekend. Maybe get a ruling buck on this crazy Fannie Willis, Nathan Wade. Can they be kept on the case? Huge week for Trump already. Could get even better. We'll break it all down for you tomorrow. Thanks for hanging. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Who's there for heroes or the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is severely injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise... They're in the line of duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America in so many ways. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institutes educating kids in K-12 through grades to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, 
Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.